Hey, this Realm of the Mist podcast is brought to you proudly by the Nurses Guild. Hey, everybody, it's C.J. Graham. That's right, Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th, Part 6, and you're listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall. What's up, guys? Christopher Stolle. Welcome back to another Breaking the Fourth Wind. Yes, that's right. We are rebranded thanks to Toxic and those assholes who wanted to turn around and pretend like listeners are stronger than our hundreds of listeners. So right on. We are Breaking the Fourth Wind. We head fart Christopher Stolle. And with me is the little queef, Serenity. She's not even going to respond. <laughs> She's not going to respond to She's it. Not yeah, okay. yeah, she's not answering. What should I say to that? Like... Exactly. Yeah. And, okay. And the Taco Bell skid mark Don Smith. I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> well, I, I was going to assume since I really didn't have anything to do with the whole toxic and brash thing, I'm going to assume that I'm just the silent but deadly. There you go. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I don't know what that was about, and I don't care what that was about. <laughs> oh, I don't either. I, th- th- this, I don't want to know I, what I, it's I, about. This is the most... I saw enough of my phone blowing up because of it, and that's why every now and then I have to silence my phone. Because, see, when, when you do movies and you do comedy and you own a comedy club, you you get so sick of getting 87,000 messages a day that every now and then something like that comes along that... I truly don't give a damn about, and I just have to silence that conversation. Hence, silent I'm but agreed. deadly. <laughs> Hence, silent but deadly. No, that's that's the farthest I go into it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna justify stupidity in any way, shape, or form. I just thought the breaking the fourth wind was so juvenile; it was funny. So, <laughs> I did. yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> like my ten year old could write better material, but uh. <laughs> we uh you guys missed us last week we had uh unfortunately uh a, an important meeting to handle so we're doing a makeup this week and you may notice that we are missing two of our normal members uh one of which we can't get a hold of and the other one is dealing with some personal issues right now you're stuck with the three of us it's a menage a trois of stupidity and speaking of menage a trois of stupidity yeah, yeah. let's go ahead and get into the news buffet Two, one. All right. Hey, welcome to the news buffet. It's we took a week off, and I'm bound. I'm bound to find some exciting stories because usually when they take a week off from doing these, 
some new stuff comes up that I missed. <laughs> nice. So anyway, we're going to get right into it here on the news buffet. We get uh, scientists have discovered the uh, first nest of so-called murder hornets in the United States and plan to wipe it out Saturday to protect native honeybees. Officials said in Washington State, after weeks of searching, the agency said it found a nest of Asian giant hornets. In Blaine, a city north of Seattle near the Canadian border, bad weather delayed plans to destroy the nest Friday. Uh, the world's largest hornet at two inches long, the invasive insects can decimate entire hives of honeybees and deliver painful stings to people. Uh, farmers in the northwestern U.S. depend on those honeybees to pollinate many crops, including raspberries and blueberries. So we need to blow raspberries to the murder hornets. That's really... What I, I'm getting from that. I, I, we, we've heard something about these before, and they just kind of fizzled. So now they're back. The murder hornets have returned. The world, the 2020 like, can get back on track. Well, I think that they could transplant them, right? Why don't they just move them to the other Washington? And we'll, we'll get rid of a few hornets there, you know? Well, here, here's my question. Up are, in Seattle, are, they, are, they, they, found a, they found a nest in Seattle. Seattle's starting to go through basically what Serenity State's go through with, with like snow and winter conditions. Why do you need to destroy it? Won't, won't Aren't they going to die and go into hibernation right now anyway? So it's not like it's a serious threat. Plus it's Seattle. Well, if, they're, the, if, they're, if they're starting to slow down and they're going into hibernation, that's the best time to strike. Yeah, but at the same time. Get them you, all inside the net. Destroy them all at once. They're in Seattle, Washington. Why don't we put them in a zoo? They're in Seattle, yeah. Washington. If we let them just go and do what they're going to do, look, the only thing the world's going to lose is uh, yuppie white chicks can't get Starbucks. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm disagreeing with you. It's just the thing is <laughs> you have to be able to contain them there. And usually, just like the grunge movement, when you that starts in Seattle, but it can spread across the whole country really quickly. I never thought I would. Oh yeah. Being being such a being such a huge fan of Nirvana, oh I never God. thought I never thought I would hear it be uh, described as a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> right. I'm just thinking about what the effects of it would be. I mean, is it rash or is it like the pus pockets? God. Which go which goes back to oh, uh, oh. I I don't I know they don't classify as uh as grunge, but the joke of uh. You know, if Creed was a venereal disease, it would be a Scott Stapp infection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so weak. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, does that mean I could try out for Toxic and Brash? <laughs> so. it's, it's, a, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Speaking of Toxic. There we go. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, nine members of the same family in China died after eating spoiled noodles that had been kept in the freezer for nearly a year, authorities said. The family living in the northeast province, province of Heilongjiang, <laughs> which is bad enough, ate the homemade corn noodles for breakfast on October 5th, according to the Independent, citing the state-run media report. Uh, the noodles made from fermented corn flour, which sounds delicious, it does. are a common dish in the region. Uh, but hours after chowing down, uh, those who consumed the noodles fell ill, the report said. Eight of them had later been confirmed dead by October 11th, and the ninth member was hospitalized, but ultimately died uh, on Monday. 
cause of their death was poisoned from bongkrekic acid, a, a respiratory toxin detected in the noodles, which had been frozen for several months. So don't freeze your noodle. Dude, I'm never eating ramen again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I don't care how hungry you are. Stay away from that bong bong. I don't care how hungry you are, how many of us go into the <laughs> fridge, or the freezer rather, go to the back of the freezer and find fucking, you know, the wedding cake 10 years ago and go, hmm, that'd be a good snack. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just. I don't know. I live in Colorado and I, I have too much company. People keep coming over and eating all my food. I have nothing in the back of my freezer. <laughs> there you go. Well, that way you don't have to worry about the poison noodles. Uh, here, here's what the, the toxin in there uh, can cause serious damage to many human organs, including the liver, kidneys, heart, and brain. Uh, currently, there is no specific antidote. Once poisoned, the f fatality rate can be as high as 40 to 100%. Jesus Christ. That's a weird statistic. That is a very weird statistic. 40 to 100. <laughs> right, 40 to 100%. So 4 to 10 people... I guess if you die all the way, <laughs> it was 100% fatal. The 100% if you're just kind of like half dead. You're at 40 to 50%. I get it. One is physical, the other one's emotional. If you die 100%, that was a physical death. If you only die 40%, right. you, ju you just feel dead inside because you just ate a year old bowl of noodles. <laughs> well,. Yeah, I, I put Probably. that the other way. I see the the physical death to me is not as taxing as the emotional death. <laughs> you have the emotional death that lasts a long time. The the physical death, I mean, you're gone and you don't give a rat's ass about it anymore. That emotional death, you have to carry that all the way up until you actually die. What if they're predicting yeah, the fact like that the it's going to be embarrassment of being talked about on some podcast? Maybe. Thousands of miles away about them probably puking and shitting themselves. Maybe the statistic. Like, seriously, that's an embarrassment. Maybe maybe the statistic is, is, is worse <laughs> than we think. Maybe it's a 100% chance of physical death with a 40% chance of that in the afterlife, you're still going to deal with that emotional death. <laughs> like, what right, the right. fuck well, was maybe, I thinking? Maybe they believe in reincarnation. Maybe they believe in reincarnation. It's the forty to one hundred percent fatality. The hundred percent meaning that you don't come back. <laughs> that is it. You are not being reincarnated. Those noodles were so bad. They just—that is the end of your entire line, right there. Oh, please tell me during like the your funeral. Your gang? Please, please tell me during the funeral that they served fucking low main or something. <laughs> it's like insult to injury, right there. Well, that. That's what worries me on set for lunch today. I had uh, uh, beef lo mein, so uh, uh -oh. <laughs> this could be it for me, guys. I haven't been feeling right since, but uh, <laughs> I just hope it wasn't stored in their freezer for months at a time. You never know. <laughs> but you never know. <laughs> if we don't hear from you by tomorrow, we'll start to worry. Well, okay, fuck, if, okay, it, so... if he cuts off in the middle of fucking news buffet, we'll know. <laughs> Yeah, 
There you go. You'll know. Well, you'd, I might just have to run to the, you know, anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pull a Chris. Just go to the bathroom while you're on air. I did not go to the bathroom on air. <laughs> but I'm gonna now. That's, I, forgot, I forgot he did that. <laughs> yeah, well, it is breaking the fourth wind after all. Yeah, it will be now. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna try. I, I, I haven't had good luck with these articles from Audi, but I'm gonna try it anyway. Uh, have you ever heard of the band called the Butthole Surfers? They're an yes. offbeat alternative rock group, perhaps best known for the 1996 song Pepper. In addition to their, shall we say, imagined, imaginative name. But why are we bringing up inappropriate name 30-year-old rock bands, you might be wondering? The answer is for science. It seems a group of researchers from Purdue University have taken out a page of the Butthole Surfers playbook. Uh, they've developed a micro-robot, or microbot that can effortlessly surf right up your butthole. Uh, well, it's really more of a tumbling motion because everybody knows you got to tumble up the butthole. Uh, and they tested it on animals. <laughs> but the point is, it's the first successful robot of its kind in the world. No, no larger than the width of a few human hairs, the microbot has proven itself both artificial test environments and inside a mouse's and a pig's colon. This is the first time in known human history that such a device that is a tumbling micro-robot has performed successfully in a living organism. Surf What the hell is it? Is there a micro-organism here? Micro-robot. micro with us right now. Master, it's dark as shit in here. Just do your job. Wiggle a little to the right. Uh, the, I, see I see corn, corn noodles. noodles. <laughs> <laughs> Get it out! Quick. Get it out! Toxic. Get it out! <laughs> it's toxic and uh, slightly brash. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, what? <laughs> I I don't understand this whole thing. Why would you want a tumbling micro robot in your ass? Cowabunga! Because no, that, that... it's not a regular robot up your ass. I mean, it's micro. Right, right. You know, it's maybe, maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a, a kinder way of, of checking your prostate. You know, like prostate cancer exams and all that. That's its intention. But I mean, does the article even give any inclination on why we want a robot up our ass? It, te it, it tells you how it goes about crawling up. You know, it says when we apply a rotating external magnetic field to the robots, they rotate rotate just like a car tire would uh, to go over rough terrain because <laughs> you don't get much rougher than that. Uh, the magnetic uh, field is white, right? Medians, which uh, is important to using these robots in the human body. Uh, okay, here, we'll, we'll get on to this section that's titled, Not Just for Fun. <laughs> Clearly, that's Wait, at least apologize to the rat and the pig. Uh, the research team is not doing all this just to shove tiny robots up animal bottoms, though. Its intended uses are purely medical, uh, they assure you. Uh, the final planned end use of the ro microbot is delivering drugs directly to impacted areas inside a living body. That's called a mule. <laughs> you're delivering drugs in your ass. You're a mule. All of a sudden, you just see you're a mule. You just see dudes on street corners. Not just, 
<laughs> three quarters. Yeah, yeah. 50, 50 microbots for 50 bucks. Chose, the reason they chose pigs for the trials, pig guts are apparently very similar to humans. So I guess I guess, I guess the cartels are going to get wind of this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like I said, dudes on three corners. Uh, bag of, bag of microbots, fifty bucks. <laughs> You'll never believe. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, okay. I don't even what know was where wrong to go. With the pig. Did they? Did they at least do it on a sick pig, or did they like take per- perfectly healthy animals and just stick something up their ass? And, like, well, you got to. Like, you you have to start with a perfectly healthy animal. You gotta buy you a dinner, you don't want it to couple die, and then you don't know if it died from something else or if it died from a robot in its ass. You have to know because if your pig's gonna die when you shove a robot in its ass, you're gonna want to know that the robot's the reason why. And of course, you're the- right. But what size was the original bot? Like the <laughs> yeah. first generation. Enough, enough that. to give the pig a reach around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, did they apologize at least? <laughs> did it kiss know, the pig when it was done? <laughs> <laughs> did they buy a dinner and release it to the wild saying it didn't work out? I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's kind of what the aliens do when they probe people. They release them back into the, just release them back into the general population. Could you imagine this, that? Because this pig's going to go back to its sty and have these stories about a bright light and something being shoved in its ass and no other pig is going to believe him. That's what I was about to say. Could you imagine the conversations no. around the trough? <laughs> yeah. So there I was. And of course... They, yeah, they, they probably picked the biggest redneck, toothless pig to do this, too, because they know that nobody's going to believe him when he says, he wouldn't believe the bright lights. They put me in the tunnel, and there's something they shoved in my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it was thick. To a pig, that's what they usually sound like, I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, forget everything you learned in Charlotte's Web, okay? This is the truth. (laughs) You wouldn't believe it, Charlotte. That thing was about the size of you. You want to try? Shut up, Wilbur. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of pigs, the European Parliament. Uh, (laughs) Good segue. That was wrong. Good segue. Awesome. The European Parliament came together Friday to vote on a variety of issues, including whether a veggie burger is a burger. Uh, Tackling the important subjects. Farmers, lobbyists argued no. Environmentalists said yes. The Parliament said yes, too, in a decisive vote against a measure that would ban plant-based meat alternatives from being referred to by names of their meat counterparts. Uh, This means terms like steak, sausage, and burger. Uh, reason prevailed, uh, said uh, Nikolaj Vilumsen, uh, said reason prevailed and climate sinners, lo- climate sinners, hmm? climate sinners lost. Uh, this said Nikolaj Vilumsen, a member of the European Parliament, tweeted, uh, he tweeted uh, following the vote, it's worth celebrating with a veggie burger. Apparently he was pro-veggie burger. And if you like to eat actual meat, you are a climate sinner. 
<laughs> I love my sins. Oh. Look, I, I as, as a, sin, sinning is delicious. Absolutely, especially with a side of bacon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I apologize right. to every pig and every cow, but yeah, I'm totally not down with the veggie burger. The Impossible Burger is impossible to eat. Hey, like, I'm, no. Hey, look. If, if I knew, if I knew that strips of my body were as delicious as bacon. I would much rather die for that cause than having a robot in my ass. That's true. That is true. If and those are my options. Like, I will be bacon, because at least then I will be honored and remembered. You have a robot shoved in your ass. Nobody remembers that, pig. And also, let's think back to uh, articles ago. Vegetarian-style meals killed eight people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Sure, bacon so, kills yeah. in many, many years past you eating it. <laughs> but, no. but, jokes, jokes all, aside, all of, corn aside all of this aside, how do we feel about whether or not a veggie burger can be called a burger? I, I will say what I've said numerous times. I have no problems with people who are vegetarian. If you choose to eat vegetable or plant-based <sighs> items, that is your decision. I've got no problem with it whatsoever. I do not judge. But I'm sorry to tell you, boca, tofu, or whatever is not fucking meat. No, it is not a burger. It is not a steak. It is an alternative. <laughs> if it didn't have parents, it is not a meal. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. That, that's it's just it's see it's it's kind of, it's a word. It's kind of like whether or not marriage. It's it's kind of you know it's all in how you define a word. Because they're not saying it's hamburger, look, they're just saying burger. Look, look, look! It goes, There's it no goes this way. This, right. this, this is, this is the problem. You're putting two words that don't belong together. Veggie burger. They're just two words that don't go together. It's like hamburgers or military intelligence. You just don't put them together. <laughs> <laughs> they're changing the world. <laughs> oh my God! They're I'm redefining the world for us, Chris. That's what they have to do. They have to redefine the world for us. Because <laughs> you can't if if you tell a kid this is a veggie patty, it's going to gross him out. Well, wait a minute. How how dare if you they say veggie burger? They're just going to hear burger and they'll be like, okay, I'll try to eat that. Well, in this in this day and age, how dare they try to label that that uh, that patty? Why well, don't they should be referred as a, a they burger until it's old enough to identify what it wants to be okay exactly, okay, veggie, exactly. It's only like how do you feel about old. steak fries <laughs> i feel it's a, a, a false advertisement because those fries are not made of steak <laughs> <laughs> but they're just called steak fries now this wasn't an issue before this came up right i've never heard anybody protesting the steak and steak fries they just knew what steak fries were but they're clearly potatoes, not meat. It's it's all stupidity. <laughs> I, I love steak fries. I love them. Oh my steak god! Now I want to awesome. eat. Look, all all I know is I'm glad they're paying attention to the uh, more important things of life and not things like you know the budget or unemployment. Or, you know. <laughs> right. Whether or, or not any, any kind of, I don't, I don't know, like a, a a vaccine for a deadly virus, anything like that. It just no, but at least no, at least we know a broccoli wait. could be a burger. <laughs> but what, let's go back to what they really said: is we're climate centers for eating Dinner. meat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So wait, 
we're taking out if you if you eat the veggie stuff, the veggie actually produces air and like helps our ozone, you know, grows in the earth and biodegrades into bigger, better things, you know, like veggies sustain our earth. So if we eat more vegetables, wouldn't that change the climate more? Right. We're destroying greenery. And but guess I, I guess their argument for that is that cows fart. Yeah, but guess what? <laughs> guess what? When you plant when you plant your greens and your vegetables to produce the air and all that to become veggie burgers, you need fertilizer. And I don't know about you, but after I have a good meal at Texas Roadhouse, I provide plenty of fertilizer. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. We'll just go with that and I'll, I'll shut up. I, I don't even want to talk about it unless the microbot goes up there and verifies everything's clean, cool. We don't need to know. If, it, if, it, if a microbot if a microbot goes up my the release Texas Roadhouse, all you're gonna hear is Avalanche! Well, yeah, I just I, I picture like Peter Griffin up there just doing a kick and going to Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get that I, microbot out of there. Roadhouse. <laughs> oh good. Uh, a Seattle, a Seattle arcade closed for eight months due, months due to COVID nineteen pandemic. Invented a new feature to bring back customers still concerned about spreading the virus. Touchless pinball machines. Attaball Amusements uh, in the Fremont neighborhood closed its doors in early March to slow the spread of coronavirus outbreak, and co-owner Brad Johnson uh, said employees started discussing possible possibilities to resume gaming before businesses reopened its doors this week. Our genius employee, a.k.a. Uh, Alex, a.k.a. Sleepy, uh, <laughs> They had to throw that in there, just a little insult to their, their genius employee. That makes me think the whole genius thing is just them being facetious. Uh, came <laughs> up with the idea of putting pedals on a pinball machine using all foot-operated controls. He said the employees working on the idea for two days before revealing a prototype pinball machine modification operated completely by foot pedals. That would be a different challenge, I would think. That would be kind of cool. That that that's kind of interesting, but I'm just thinking of like the balance feature and not using your hands. Like, are guys the only ones able to tilt the table? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's touchless. Um, it's still considered a touch, but that's a bad touch now. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> that's a bad touch. You touched me in the wrong place now. Sponsored by the Bloodhound Gang. Don't go there. <laughs> yeah, but I seriously doubt you can tilt a pinball, ta pinball table with that. I knew a guy once. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm Don't sure you've know. known many. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a bottom or a top? Come on, be honest. I'm side to side. If, if, you, can, if you can tilt the ten pinball machine with it, you better be a top. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad otherwise, for the bottom. That, otherwise, that's just wasted. <laughs> <laughs> no, it seems like a cool idea. Like jokes aside, it seems like a cool idea. It's just I'm trying to work out the mechanics of it. Like when you use the buttons with your hands, you got to kind of slam them a little bit to really get the the, the pedals to move. I'm imagining you're going to be throwing yourself off balance yeah. trying to fucking like lift right with your feet. Unless you're like sitting down to play. Well, yeah, it's kind of like the handle. 
It's a combination Wait. now of pinball and dance dance revolution. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Something how you have that. to play. That's the new that's the new thing. It's it's more of a workout, so they're not gonna have as many uh, fat pinball wizards. Well, here's the thing. Are we talking about like digital pinball machines or are we talking about the ones that actually use the pins and, and the metal ball and you know the box of tracks. Well, yeah, because like the digital ones—that's just cheap anyway. <laughs> they need to be the real ones. That way, because with the real ones, you have to man- you can manipulate those paddles a certain way to make it do different things. Okay, I got a question. If it's the it's original, yes, you can. If it's the original, if it's the original okay. pinball machine, how the fuck do they pull back the uh, the and launch the ball? <laughs> well, that's where, that's where the microbots come in. <laughs> <laughs> they just tie a string to that pig and <laughs> right. It's a it's it's a foot pedal operation, so it's like a Kickstarter. That's what I was just thinking. It's like do you mm-hmm. slip do you slip your foot in a stirrup and just pull back real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! It's a gynecological exam. (laughs) It's a gynecological exam. Your feet are up in the stirrups with the pedals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but in order to launch the ball, you use a really strong speculum. Oh my God! (laughs) And we we all know where the ball goes when when the paddle misses. <laughs> yep, that's, that's extra incentive to keep that keep that ball in play. Uh. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us today? <laughs> Lack of oxygen, man. <laughs> that's, that's a big part of it. Yeah. A Taiwan student broke a Guinness World Record when he was able to bounce a soap bubble 290 times on his hand before it popped. Uh, Chang Yu Tay of Tao Yuan uh, said he became interested in bubble performance after seeing a video online of someone else attempting the record, and he started to practice for his own attempt. Uh, Guinness tweeted a video showing Chang's official attempt. He was able to complete 290 bounces with a single bubble, enough to capture the record. That's in bubble performance. I can't even be mad I at that. That's impressive. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't like, even be mad, oh, dude. hands down, that's amazing. Oh, my God, I want to see this. I'm thinking back to he, when he I was has, a kid. He has a, uh... I'm thinking back when I was a kid, and I would play with the bubbles, you know, the little wine and stuff like that, and you you blow the bubbles out, and it always popped in your hand. I'm... Yeah, I'm, that's yeah, it. I'm you, <laughs> We had a moment of retrospective silence right there. How is that fair? <laughs> He's wearing what? How, how is it fair to wear a rubber glove? Well, COVID. That's not bouncing it on your hand. <laughs> I'm sharing the video with you two. Of course, nobody else can see it. <laughs> yeah, that's just... Okay. <laughs> it's just... It's just... Yeah, I was like going on to... Okay, I gotta see this. Where is it? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's, it's. Well, is it? That's the question, too. Is it really a soap bubble, or is it one of those ones, like I said, the play bubbles? Did I lose everybody? I lost everybody. Oh, no. 
never heard of it before, I guess, because Who I never care cared. about that. <laughs> Is it just me now? <laughs> I, I Apparently, uh, what was his name? Uh, Chang Yute. How long has he been practicing? <clears throat> it's not a lot to do. Where has he been practicing all of lockdown? It, it didn't say. It didn't say. It didn't say. I, yeah, probably. <laughs> Said he became interested when he saw a video online. So I guess there are videos online of of bubble performers. I just wonder, is that a regulation bubble performance glove, or is that... I don't know. If, if there's enough people... If they, well, yeah, if there's enough people that this is a thing that's been done before, there has to be some kind of there has to be some kind of set rules as to how to do this. I kind of feel right. like we have I to. I mean, give maybe a, it's a glove that's like when oh. you are checking if a cow's pregnant; it goes all the way up your arm. Like that could be a regulation glove. I, I'm I'm feeling we got to put yeah, a disclaimer on this one. <laughs> I like that. That's where you went with that. Not <laughs> I, not like just your standard rubber glove. You went with the whole. It's got to be the one that you use to check and see if a cow's pregnant. I, I feel like we got to. Yeah. I feel like we got to put a disclaimer well, yeah, on this one. If, if, if you're going to go for it, you got to go all out. You know, no half measures when it comes to bubble performance and cow pregnancies. Well, yeah, and they're see-through, and I, I, what else would you use? I mean, rubber ducky, yellow gloves. I mean, that wouldn't be fair. Well, like yeah, like the dishwasher gloves yeah yeah i don't see, think that'd be fair chris is still sending messages Hold uh, on. what did he say i'm here he's can a, you hear he's me he's asking if we can hear him uh, no we can't hear you we can hear each other god <laughs> damn it <laughs> we'll get through this chris it's okay Uh, we were talking about the, we were talking about the world record soap bubble. And, uh, I was, when you guys couldn't hear me, I was literally trying to say, I almost feel like we have to put a disclaimer on this thing. Cause I think people are going to look, gonna try to look up this video. I would probably not put, uh, bubble tricks or something in the, uh, Google feed. If you know what I mean. Oh, come on now. <laughs> you, you gotta look up some of those bubble tricks like that. <laughs> Wow, I don't want to mess up my algorithm. I think I'm okay right now. <laughs> like, <All right. laughs> what, one of my friends, he, he's been searching something out, and he's now getting invites to the Illuminati. Oh. Mm -hmm. Nice. Maybe he shouldn't have been sure. looking up how to get invited. <laughs> Maybe he shouldn't have been looking up right. how do I get invited to the Illuminati. Right. <laughs> Forty-four times to change his algorithm. I mean, that's not much. <laughs> uh, Brazilian Senator Chico Rodriguez, and I love that name, Chico, uh, was caught in a police raid with money hidden between his butt cheeks on Wednesday. A judicial short source uh, briefed on the matter told Reuters, "We haven't gone through this one, have we?" No. Okay, I didn't think so. Uh, amid an, an investigation on the misuse of COVID-19 response funding. Uh, in the Senate, Rodriguez represents the state of Roraima, uh, I guess. 
<laughs> probably not even close to that, but still. And has been chosen as deputy leader of the agenda of the administration of President Jair Bolsonaro, who won the presidency campaigning heavily on ending the corruption of previous governments. Apparently by installing all new corruption for his. Uh, Rodriguez confirmed in a statement uh, that his house was raided without giving details. He denied wrongdoing and said he had been clean throughout his 30 years in politics. His office did not immediately respond to a request for comment on the cash allegedly found down his pants, an incident that was widely reported in major Brazilian newspapers. Uh, <laughs> it's been... He denied any wrongdoing. That was that was his money in his butt cheeks. That's where he keeps it. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. He said he's clean his whole entire life, so is that basically like money laundering, shoving it down your right. pants? Exactly, yeah. He's, uh, they're clean butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus I don't want to use cash anymore. <laughs> well, just don't use Brazilian cash. You might be all right. I don't know. American Never. cash American cash is the same way. It's almost guaranteed that a dollar bill you're handling has been up a fucking ass crack of a stirper. <sighs> that's, that's probably true. That's probably true. Why does this keep hopping on there, you bastards? You looking up the Illuminati, too? <laughs> no, they contacted me. <laughs> I, I forgot about this one. I actually talked about this one on the Life Radio show earlier this week, and it's... Uh, it's one of my favorites, just because of the guys out. Uh, Andrew Orkin uh, <laughs> was taking a break from his evening jog to sit by Prospect Park Lake when he turned around and was startled to see a tangling wriggle of snakes. Uh, and quite a big pile, he said, fully alive, uh, said Orkin, a music composer who lives near Brooklyn Park. They turned out to be eels that had escaped from one of two large plastic bags that split open as a man dragged them to the shoreline. After dumping the eels in the lake, the man walked away, explaining to bystanders that, quote, I just want to save lives. <laughs> <laughs> that is the perfect out to any situation. Anytime you do something stupid or weird and somebody looks at you funny, just look at them, shrug, and say, I just want to save lives. Then you walk away. You will leave them so confused that they won't even believe able to give the police a description of you <laughs> that or look them dead in the eye and just tell them you're controlled by a micro bot in your butt <laughs> <laughs> right can you can you describe the sale i just wanted to save lives i guess <laughs> i don't know what the eels had to do with it i did kind of look like kind of look like chinese corn noodles to me i don't know. <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> maybe there is an antidote it's the aftermath of the Chinese corn noodles that it looked like. Is that is that how the killer hornets are fucking making their uh their 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 nests with corn noodles and and microbots? Could be. They've teamed up, and only the eels can save us. That's, the eel is the known enemy of the uh, uh, Asian uh, murder hornets. Hornet. So, are all eels yeah. electrified? Uh, I've known some that quite had quite wonderful personalities. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just making sure. I'm sure that all eels can be electrified. Some of them don't like it that much, though. Wait a minute, Serenity. Come on now. Let's be politically correct sitting there saying, I, I wonder if they're worth saving. All eels matter. 
But I'm just thinking of Ariel the Little Mermaid and those two eels in that. I mean, like, they're pretty creepy. You can't hold all eels accountable for the two in The Little Mermaid. <laughs> but, but Disney knows everything, you know? And they know there are some bad eels. And there are some good ones, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they're all worth saving. Even if they electrify somebody who walks into that lake. It's okay. <laughs> but they were in a tree, not even in a lake. That that's some weird shit. That that's that's like did their water heater and their little cave in the ocean go go kaplooey and blow them into a tree? What the fuck were they doing there? <laughs> the eels. Yeah. He was dragging them. The guy was dragging them there in bags. Oh, he was dragging them to the. Where the fuck did he get them from? To the lake to put them in. From a yeah, tree. I'm wondering, are they gonna hurt someone? <laughs> it's all it's all the all eels go to saving lives i mean it just depends on where you put them <laughs> so they fart and put something in the ozone that saves us right. <laughs> see that's the that's the mystery of it we don't know we don't know how exactly these eels are going to save lives because the guy never said he was just trying to save the lives of the eels look the only he just wants to save lives Look, here, here's, here's, here's the way we answer the question. Through all the bullshit and everything else, if we ground them up and turned them into a burger patty, can they classify as a burger? Since it's meat, yes. <laughs> if it was a veggie, I would say hell no. But it's, it's meat, so yeah, we can make it. In, it's an eel burger. It's an eel burger. There if you they go. can make a turkey burger, they can make an eel burger. They never made a turkey burger. They made a burger out of turkey, but they never made a turkey burger. <laughs> well, they don't make hamburger out of ham either. <laughs> I've always wondered I've that. I've had a ham burger, and they're so good. I've had ham loaf. Isn't that kind of like the same thing if you cook it, right? Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's all, it all depends on how you cook it. If you mash it into a burger patty, it's, it's, an, it's a hamburger. It's a ham hamburger. It's a ham hamburger, yeah, and I've had, they're amazing, but I, you know, I like my bacon. I've got a stoner question. When does ham become pork? When they ground it up? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just a cut of the pork. <laughs> I'm... I'm feeling so bad for I, those pigs. I mean, the microbots and us eating them and slicing them and calling them by different names. I mean, we need to get our facts straight here and start working together. Right. This you is, mean working together with the pigs? What What exactly do they contribute other than food? <laughs> I don't know. I want to eat more ham and, and bacon. And a, and, a, and a place to store our robots. Look, look, we, people people disparage the pig all the time. Can we be real for a second? The pig is the greatest animal on the planet. From the pig, you get bacon, you get pork chops, you get fucking ham hocks, you get fucking pig's feet, you get fucking sausage, you get fucking scrapple. No part of the pig is not used. It is the greatest animal on the planet. Eat the shit out of some pig. <laughs> All right. I, 
I kind of agree, but you know, I'm in, I'm the pothead in Denver, so talk <laughs> about bacon to me, and I'm gonna say yes. Well, well, we did just get joined by our resident chef. Let's ask him the stoner question: When does ham become pork? <laughs> uh, I don't know. What, is Canadian bacon really bacon? <gasps> oh, no, it's just ham, and Canadians are confused. <laughs> you're just adding to the point that i'm making we need to get on the same page what are they and what should we call them delicious we'll call them delicious <laughs> don't matter just eat it now you sound like my grandmother Oh dear God! Uh, I, I, th- I think I think that wraps up. Colin, join us just in time to end the news buffet. You missed a good one, Colin. Uh, eels save lives and fight the murder hornets. <laughs> no microbots. Yeah, no, don't trust anybody saying. Uh, oh. Do you want to? You want to uh, have a microbot in your body? <laughs> <laughs> but I am very interested in knowing when ham becomes pork. Well, it's all pork. It's just a specific cut of the pork. <laughs> I just, I, I'm now so well. confused about my phrasing. Am I politically correct? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> when we have to start being politically correct about pigs, we've gone to another level of PC. Hasn't that been 2020? <laughs> yeah, pork correct us. <laughs> it doesn't that necessarily <laughs> wrap up. The word porcelain came from the word, uh, the term pig vagina, I believe. If you look it up, historically, the guy who named it, um, it was Italian, and the, the word is parcello, which means pig vagina. Um, I learned that in carpentry school. That's how he named it. He said, that's the smoother than a pig pussy. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. How oh, my God. Just... <laughs> oh, my God. Colin, you... Oh, Colin, Colin, you just added a new bit to Don's stand-up set. <laughs> they do all the, the biological dissections and all that stuff with pigs, right? Uh, it, it's just funny how they came up with that, that term for porcelain. I, I, I was told that by one of my instructors in carpentry school when I was uh, in college that they said, yeah, it's uh, porcello. Look it up. And I looked it up, and holy crap, it actually does have an affiliation with uh, pig vagina. So I shit in a pig vagina chair. That's where uh, a few STDs came from. <laughs> well, I <oink, oink>. like <laughs> So just remember, when you get hungover and get sick, you are praying to the pork vagina god. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't want a bidet ever in my life. A pork pan. That's a pig vagina that squirts. <laughs> Well, I think I can't. I can't think of a better segue into after hours than talking about pig vaginas. So here we go, guys. The following is an announcement from the Nurses Guild of Florida. Home health aides or nurses invited in your home is an important issue family wide. Where you get your private duty service is of critical importance. Did you know hiring a friend of a friend or even a recommendation from your church puts you and your family at risk for workers' compensation? A back injury will cost sixty dollars to $100,000 and a slip and fall up to three times that amount. 
Do you know if a caregiver in your home has a history of abuse, neglect, or theft? Do they have a history of drug abuse or have an addiction? The Nurses Guild conducts full Level 2 criminal background checks. Is the labor law particular to home care being obeyed, or are you unknowingly setting up your estate for claims of unpaid time and a half? Why not get your private duty from a five-star Medicare home health agency, the experts at home care? You get properly trained and supervised personnel, workman's compensation coverage, criminal background checks, proper adherence to applicable labor law, all to shield you from lawsuits. All of our home health aides and nurses are fully screened, supervised, and COVID tested. Here at the Nurses Guild, we have nurses from every specialty. No matter what your diagnosis, we have the right caregiver for you. Call the Nurses Guild today to arrange your home health visit at 954-596-9806 for Broward County and 561-826-8937 for Palm Beach County. Remember, health care put off is health care too late. Stay safe during the pandemic. Wear a mask and insist those around you wear a mask. Wash your hands frequently and stay home as much as possible. Welcome to the After Hours segment where we're still on pig vaginas. And this time we're going to talk about one of the biggest pig vaginas you'll ever meet on the planet, Miss Miley Cyrus. Now, we're going to be laying into her pretty fucking hard, but first, I'm... I, uh, you know what? Yeah, go ahead, Serenity. We'll we'll go with yours first before we go with mine. <laughs> okay. So I did not know that she had a 20-year-old really cute sister named Noah Cyrus. And her and Noah did an unplugged MTV backyard jam of a song called I Got So High That I Saw Jesus. Miley Cyrus looks so high in the video. She's probably talking to Jesus, but I, I sent it all over to you guys. I don't know. Am I the only one who's seen this? Haven't seen it yet, but uh, if she was high and thought she was talking to Jesus, it was really the gardener named Jesus. Let's... But they forgot to pay him, so he missed work that week. <laughs> there was nobody there. It was spelt the same, wow. so it worked. I haven't seen it either. It sounds pretty wild, though. Are there any, uh, is there any pork involved? <laughs> yeah, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Is she making bacon? <laughs> Look, wasn't I it bad? It wasn't it bad enough that her father bred. Do we have to have her breeding too? Kill the problem at the source. To. No, she's like she loves everything. Like she could love a lamppost as much as she could love you, Chris. She'd probably, I mean, like, she'd probably love the lamppost more. Thanks, Serenity. I feel like I just contracted an STD just by you saying me and Miley Cyrus in the same sentence. <laughs> well, she loves her her fences and her trees, and you all the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, love the wrecking ball, loves her yard, and getting her achy-breaky yard. Oh, God, please. Uh, again, I will Something repeat what I said off air. I will repeat what I said off air. How did the fucking, how did that family become fucking pop culture royalty when it was born from the asshole whose only hit was achy breaky fucking heart? And no, I don't count fucking uh, Town Road or whatever it is because that's just, that's complete garbage. That makes, that makes achy breaky heart seem like it was fucking like a masterpiece in writing. 
I was in junior high school when Achy Breaky came out, and everybody thought it was all the greatest. All the girls wanted to dance to it and stuff. All I could see was Achy Breaky mullet. Right? And his clothes. Correct me if I'm wrong. He was the death of the mullet, wasn't he? He was like the last celebrity with a mullet. Next to Blind Mike. I would hope so. Next to Blind Mike. (laughs) Okay, so speaking of the mullet, okay, so in this video, and Miley Cyrus and Noah doing I Got So High, I Saw Jesus, Miley Cyrus happens to be sporting her dad's mullet. Oh, good Lord. It's hereditary. (laughs) (laughs) It's hereditary. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It is. It's scary, but um, are it's they scary. the Kardashians of music now? And isn't isn't that what they said on Joe Dirt? Are you just so ingrained with white trash DNA that that's how your hair grows in? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That sounds right. I mean, seriously, which 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 uh, pop culture group was the worst? The fucking Cyruses, the Kardashians, or fucking Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie? Like I'm. I'm tossed. All three of them seem well, like three signs of the apocalypse. Brothers, like, there's a few others in there. Don't I, the I, I really think that most of them should just be tossed into a lake by a guy that just wants to save lives. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some eels for you. <laughs> yep, is that Miley Cyrus? Yep, pushing her in the lake because I just want to save lives. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Noah? His her sister's name is Noah. Isn't that a boy's name? I mean, did he have or she have a mullet? No, she's. Uh, if you look at her at the country she's, music festival, she's looking damn good. I mean, like she's not old enough for the mullet. Yeah, you have to reach a certain age she's for the mullet 20. to grow. <laughs> right. okay, here we go. Certain age, your hair just starts growing into the mullet. You can't help it. <laughs> okay. So, can you guys see in the chat? Yeah, you guys are. Okay. There we go. There's, oh no. Ah, that wasn't the right one. Here it is. Okay. The image of Miley Cyrus doing that song. She looks just like her father. Poor, poor child. You know, now you're making me feel bad for Miley. Stop that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Pretty bad. Oh my God! Good Lord. Okay, I know. I know how. I know how to get the sympathy and pity away from from Miley. Miley has announced that she is going to do a full album of covers of Metallica songs. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, twenty twenty continues to disappoint and hurt. Why would she disrespect Metallica like that? More question, why isn't Metallica stopping this travesty from happening? <laughs> they do have the copyrights. Didn't they sue Napster for, like, everything? And Yeah, but the Napster, you know? Napster situation, a lot of people blast Napster, uh, Metallica for Napster, but Napster was putting out their, their new material for, for uh, their next album before the album released. That was Metallica's hey, I issue. I was against Metallica. Like Metallica and a bunch of other people should have done that. Like we wouldn't. Yeah, music industry sucks because nobody backed Metallica. Well, that that's the thing. A lot of people. A lot of people who who was like, oh, Metallica sold out. They wouldn't even let Napster. Like, oh, you're so greedy and shit. 
No, we're not talking about like Aunt Justice for All and Ride the Lightning on Napster. We're talking about Reload before it was released was on Napster. So yeah, I understand where Metallica is coming from. Like, let us release the album before you start sharing it out. (laughs) But What song is she going to do? Have you read an article on it? I read the article. She didn't announce any any uh, song titles yet, but it's a whole album. Like, we're talking 10, 12 tracks. And she intends to do them her way. So the only thing that pops into my mind, is anybody remember the Spawn soundtrack to the movie Spawn? Where a one of those idiotic DJs did a remix of For Whom the Bell Tolls? Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Oh, and you remember how terrible, terrible it was? Need to sleep better than that. <laughs> by, by doing them her way, she means half nude and poorly. Exactly. Like All I right, thought, Kimball. but then again, I can't. I, I don't think Metallica's. Well, Jeremy did it better. I don't think Metallica's uh, blameless in this because they did do a live performance of fucking Moth in the Flame with Lady fucking Gaga. Yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to think like maybe James Hetfield's daughter is talking him into you, you should let you should let them do your songs, Daddy, and then they'll be popular again. You know, like I'm being real here, because why else would you go to Miley fucking Cyrus or allow Miley Cyrus to turn around and be? Because like, I'm sorry, if like if, if like if, if for the sake of argument, if Miley came to me and wanted to do the uh, the the Broken Angel EP for my last band, my first response would be hell no, as I'm slamming the door. <laughs> I mean, how much are you paying them would probably be the ultimate question. I mean, like, Don, on a movie, how much do you pay for, like, a copyrighted song? Like, what's the average? I have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea what the public... Okay, so, like, yeah. each song has a different number, you know? Like, each copyright is different and everything, but... In order to use a song, you have to pay out some royalties, you know, like, unless they're getting a percentage of everything and maybe they'll get rich again and put up one of their own, you know, that would be cool. Well, I mean, it's not like Metallica's hurting for money. They've made, they've sold billions of fucking albums. They started their own record label after they finally got out from Elektra. They're making money. They make money off of the tours. That's why they rarely release albums. They're always on the road. But I mean, tours is a very sensitive word here. I mean, yeah, I know. Except for except for twenty twenty, <laughs> maybe that's why they're doing it because they can't go out on the roads. Like we got to make money some way. <laughs> hey, just us talking about them and even the <clears throat> tree hugger that has a mullet. Um, we're we're getting the word out there. We're making other people say, Oh my God, I haven't listened to Metallica in so long. And they're going to go listen to it. I mean, butthole surfers, Don just brought them up earlier. I'm like, hell yeah. I remember that band. I'm totally going to check them out again. She ain't lying either. As soon as as this is over, I'm, I'm looking up like the greatest hits of the butthole surfers. Like I haven't listened to them in forever. Uh, I used to listen to them. I'm totally gonna listen to them again. I mean, thank you for reminding me of how how fun music could be because I forgot about them. Yeah, you, can't, you can't forget about the butthole surfers. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I don't know about for anybody else, but for me, butthole surfers is a gateway drug to Mister Bungle. 
So as soon as I listen to no, Butthole no. Surfers, I'm going to Mr. Bungle. <laughs> oh my God, Mr. Bungle is like amazing, and he has like a, some new project going on. I I don't even. My brain is too green from the, from the day for that. But uh, no, that's that's some good music there, man. What's what's the bands that you would want to see coming back? Like, is there any music? I want to see Miley Cyrus. I want to see Miley Cyrus cover a cover a Mr. Bungle album. That be funny. That I would pay money to listen to. <laughs> I want to. I want to hear her singing "Squeeze Me Macaroni" or "My Ass Is on Fire." <laughs> see, I was more thinking about a music style. Like, do people want like eighties music back or disco? Like. I want glam I, back. It, it, between those two, I'd I'd rather the hair bands come back. I'd love to see a I resurgence. Think it's going in that direction. Like I don't I don't want to see the style of hair bands. You know the the Aquanet hair and the spandex, but the music was awesome. Hmm. Well, then in that case, Miley Cyrus is like on the right track with Metallica. You know, merging the two, not having hair, she's perfect for it. But how's it how's it merging? If Miley Cyrus is going to redo, she should redo like some Primus. <laughs> I want to see her singing Winona's Big Brown Beaver. Yes, he's probably seen Winona's Big Brown Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> I would sell tickets. I would definitely sell tickets. For that. <laughs> there it is. Let's let's create let's let let's create uh, Miley's next album after the Metallica cover album, where she covers a whole bunch of different uh, genre songs, you know, uh, that would fit her her style, her way of thinking. So we've already got uh, "My Ass Is on Fire" by Mr. Bungle and uh, and Winona's "Big Brown Beaver" from Primus. Let's see if we can fill this album. What else we got? <laughs> King Diamond, Sleepless Nights. If she could get that high pitched, man, that'd be fun. She can get that high pitched. Just kick her in the balls, kick her in the wrecking balls. How about back loser? <laughs> back loser. Hit <laughs> <laughs> too close to home. <laughs> she might cry in that one. Well, I, well, we'll 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 go a little uh a little bit uh uh closer to home for her. uh. A little more obscure song. We'll go from Use Your Illusions 1 from Guns N' Roses. You Ain't the First. (laughs) (laughs) Who would want to be her first? Oh, I want to be... Never mind. Never... I don't want to be first, last, or in the middle. Like, that's a line you don't want to follow. Let's be fair. If I ever had to fuck Miley Cyrus, I would rather be the first than the last. Because at least she was still clean when she was when I was the first. <laughs> well, she was working for Disney, man. Yeah, that's true. Rodents weren't around that place. <laughs> and microbots. <laughs> at least the micro the microbots would have been clean and sanitary, I'd imagine. <laughs> As they four wheel drove <laughs> up her intestines to her colon they tumbled tumbled up there and colon was totally lost (laughs) (laughs) and they found he's still back on why is it a microbot and they found and they found tupac (laughs) 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 that's where he went (laughs) 
Oh, dear God. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself, and he turned it into Tupac. There's that. <laughs> got... Have you seen that Chris Rock commercial? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen a couple of them where he's uh, advertising the uh, Apple 12 phone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so at the end, I don't remember, whatever his catchphrase is or whatever, he says it, but the tone of his voice doesn't sound the same to me, which gives credit to the conspiracy theory that they replaced him. What do you guys think? Chris Rock? Yeah. I don't think they replaced the other two? I don't think. No, they replaced him. I don't think they replaced Kid Rock. I think they can replace somebody. Like Chris Rock is that funny. Can they really make a clone that funny? <laughs> George <laughs> Lucas is going to sue somebody. <laughs> Good lord. Let's see. No, I don't. I don't know about. I don't. I don't know about. Uh. It's Chris Tucker, probably. Let's see. <laughs> Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? Do not eat the corn noodles. There's a lot of celebrities that they, like, uh, think are, wow, that's a totally different conversation. Megan Fox, I mean, like, interesting. What about Megan Fox? What about my future ex-wife? By who? They don't have to, they don't have to clone Megan Fox. They just go to the New York department store and steal another mannequin. You think she's that perfect? I think she's that hollow inside, and she definitely can't act, but yeah, she's kind of hot. <laughs> okay, have you ever seen her hands? I am not looking at her hands. Okay, Google search. <laughs> You're on your computer. Google search Megan Fox hands, and you'll see. I'm not going to give you any other information, but please. She is perfect, but nobody is perfect in every way. She has her own flaw, and it's a pretty, man um... Hands. Man hands. Look at her thumbs, man. They're called, like, uh... They're called hammer thumbs or something. Like, boom. Like, you poke somebody's balls out with those thumbs. I like that your mind went there with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cringing over here. <laughs> oysters, man. Her mind automatically went to the reverse jerk off with the hammer thumbs. <laughs> uh, I've got a totally I mean, new image with Megan Fox. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I mean, her thumbs are very interesting. I, I actually didn't know about them until a while ago. And one of my friends is all like obsessed with like hands, and she's like. Have you ever seen Megan Fox's hands and just shoves it in my face? And I'm like, whoa. So it looks kind of like alienish. Like, how does it get so like round and big and just out there? I've seen toes like that. <laughs> Super weird, man. I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. God, Celebrity we... clones. That'll be an Another conversation, another day. Bernie we've, Mac. We have given our listeners a lot to think about today. Uh, micro robots up the butt, uh, corn noodles, and how long you can keep them in a the refrigerator. Uh, saving lives with eels. Saving lives with eels. Uh, 
you know, uh, soap bubble tricks and, <laughs> and now Megan Fox's thumbs. I see a lot of algorithms changing for a lot of people. <laughs> Not my fault. <laughs> while we're at it, for me. while we're at it, go ahead and throw in the blue waffles again, just for the hell of it. <laughs> oh dear God. So what's up with Colin and Colin's corner over there yeah we'll go that's a good enough segue we'll go ahead and jump right into colin's corner all you colin he's talking but we don't hear him you kind of got me uh got me in a ringer here today chris i i woke up late and you got getting started i was scrambling to get my laptop and everything <laughs> <laughs> um but uh let's see positive for me for my life right now things are actually going pretty good um uh covid is not really affecting us that much in our family business i mean we still have uh lots of space between all our tables in the restaurant and um, all our employees wear masks and stuff like that, um, and we're we're doing okay. Uh, some of the other places aren't doing so great, um, but at least from what I was told, the uh, the state senate, I believe, took uh, Governor Whitmer's powers away to a certain degree, so she can't shut us down again. So that's positive because there were terrorist people trying to go after her or something. Apparently, um, lucky you. Yeah, yeah, things are going good for my family. Lucky you. I wish okay, we could so do that to Tom Wolf here in Pennsylvania. <laughs> can, can we, like, Google search back at, at the golden ticket and see, like, who won it and what's going on with some of your past stories that were so cool? Oh, yeah. Oh, the golden the ticket. That's a good the idea. The golden ticket. Like, whatever happened with that? <laughs> yeah, you got my interest now. I didn't win it. That's all I know. <laughs> well like living in michigan is like living in a prison so like i'm glad that you're free and all but god, like god damn no terrorists are coming after anyone here i hope <laughs> terrorists don't come to philadelphia they figure we'll fuck it up for ourselves <laughs> they come here they just get too high and forget what they're supposed to be doing yeah, marijuana with with mix of uh, lack of oxygen just totally disorients them. <laughs> oh, and we have all these fires right now. I mean, like a Stanley Hotel is housing all 500 firefighters or something. 400, I think. 400 firefighters. Because they're battling well, a huge fire. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Stanley Hotel is... Okay, so they're feeding up to 500 or more people every day, and they had people from Colorado and three other states that are coming to help them run the Stanley Hotel in order to keep these firefighters, you know, it's cold here. Like, it is literally 12 degrees out, so it's cold, and they're trying to fight the fires, and windy. Keep them going. That's great. They yeah. Keep them going. Stanley Hotel is definitely a keepsake, and it's not going anywhere. 
And that is probably the only great news out of Colorado right now because the breathing, the air, like you could see the red sun all throughout day and night. I have videos of all the smoke. I mean, it's insane. It looks like a fire is burning in half of Colorado. Well, I mean, when I lived out there, I always said Colorado was hell. Now it looks like it. <laughs> Feels like it, too. can barely breathe out here. <laughs> <laughs> Went to the store yesterday, and one of my friends, he was rubbing on the, they have, like, jeans for kids that have all the glitter sparkles that you rub one way and it's one color and the other way it's a different color and he's doing that and he's like i wonder why they made these i'm like so people like you and they're touching their kids would have an excuse i mean like why the hell are you sitting there putting clothes in the children's section <laughs> that's cool, man. yeah that's a little creepy <laughs> I mean, it's not just kids. It's not just kids either. I've seen grown ass women with them, and I mean, you know, they're well endowed women. And and the thing that you're supposed to rub up and down, the sequence that you're supposed to rub up and down, is directly on her chest. You're just begging for somebody to fucking sexually assault you. <laughs> Completely agreed. That's that's called entrapment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I buy those shirts for my daughter, and I hate it when people touch her when she's wearing them. I'm like, uh, no, no, don't play with those sequins there. No, Your Honor, I was not sexually assaulting her. I wanted to see what the ducky looked like green. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein is behind this one, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, Colin, did you find anything there? Yeah, I did. Um, I found something here. Um, it says, what, it costs $50 to enter the statewide treasure hunt. Uh, each one is limited to 1,000 participants. Uh, da, 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 da. I don't see anything released as far as who won it or anything here. Um, but uh, apparently it's a real thing. Huh. 50 bucks, I don't know. I might look this up and register for it myself because I could use some candy. <laughs> 50, wait a minute, $50 and you got to do the work by treasure hunting? No, if you treasure hunt, you might get the golden ticket, remember. <sighs> right. Yeah, but I got to do all that work. Fuck. I think it, maybe it's just for the money. You maybe know, just... you know what, dumb white people are, are, are easy enough to do that for like if you know you know all those shitty jobs that people complain about like uh uh they don't want to do but they don't want the illegal immigrants to do i have this i have the way to cure it here you go just charge money for people to go and do the do the job tell them it's in a fucking amusement park ride watch how much how fast they'll start picking fucking fruit and cleaning toilets because hey we're having fun i paid money for it idiots okay if i'm paying 50 uh, bucks just give me the damn ticket toilet? yeah is that what you're saying yeah just give me the damn oh, ticket okay. for 50 bucks <laughs> <laughs> well, don't pay 50 dollars to enter something but yeah going on a treasure hunt it might be fun you know actually come to think of it i'm pretty bored nowadays with the snow Right, it's a bit confusing here with this. I found this uh, Fast Company did an article about the thing, and it says, um, here's a few things to know about the contest. Um, it's not free. You have to pay 50 bucks to enter the statewide treasure hunt. 
and each one is limited to a thousand participants. As the news release describes it, David and his partner have started going across the U.S. hiding golden tickets in the form of necklaces in places they come across with an interesting story. Hmm. Plans are to have multiple treasure hunts for these golden tickets in each state. The cake is a lie. The ticket is a necklace. It's already false advertisement. My world is destroyed. The contest appears to have divided people on social media, with some saying that the price tag is too high, and others saying that they're fine with paying 50 bucks for a little fun and excitement. Dave Dahl says fans may recall that Willy Wonka only charged the price of a candy bar. Huh. And says you don't really know what you're getting. Uh, Mr. Klein declined to comment on the actual value of the factory he's giving away, um, citing fluctuations in the real estate market. He says the property is 4,000 square feet and located in Florida where he lives, and the winner of the contest will become the new owner. The winner will also receive an all-expense-paid trip and education to a candy-making university, which Klein was said was located at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. I want to know, did they, if you give them $50, did they already give you the treasure map? So, like, somebody could have already found that necklace? Right, they give you an old and, map. <laughs> yeah, or, like, are they going to release all the maps at once? Because, I mean, I'm pretty good at treasure hunts, and I know my state up and down. So, like, 50 bucks, bring it on. I'll be the first one to that golden necklace. But... What if somebody already got there because they got the freaking map three months ago? Now, see, I'll I'll be I'll be the asshole. They got to they got to change it every month. You know the the location of the of the necklace, and now you got to pay an additional fifty dollars for the updated map. <laughs> uh, well, it does say here the contest will take uh, take place in Facebook groups, so you have to have a Facebook account uh, where participants will receive riddles on a predetermined date according to the contest rules you have to be a face on facebook to play and that means any contest related interaction you have may not be private uh-huh. that's that thickens the plot a bit mm, what happens facebook. what happens when harry the homeless guy fucking walks through the park and finds the t- uh the necklace before any of the people that paid the 50 dollars does he win the factory I guess I'll have to beat his ass and take it from him. <laughs> Are they just forcing social media on us? Because, you know, I haven't been on Facebook in months. And I don't plan on going on any treasure hunt live Facebook. So somebody could, like, watch me stumble through the woods digging underneath a tree for something that exists or doesn't exist. Like, is it, a, is it one of those hidden video freaking comedy things where they pop out with something to scare you <laughs> you paid fifty dollars and get pranked <laughs> <laughs> this is a promotional thing they wanted to get uh, coverage they want to get people's attention and get some uh, some candy sales out of this too so i'm sure that's part of it well like a fucking jack-in-the-box popping up out of the ground when you thought it was the necklace that would get attention <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what else would they want to, it may not be private, for? I mean, they must be watching or GPS tracking you. Unless Ron Jeremy is hosting the event. 
Well, then it'll be something no completely way. different than a jack-in-a-box popping up out of the ground when you get to the spot. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It would be funny if Ryan Jeremy was hosting, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be. No, it would be hilarious because he'd be hosting it virtually from JL. So. Well, he could reach. <laughs> On Facebook. On <laughs> Facebook. Like, I, I, I'm going to eat Jelly Bellies for life, but... I, I just don't see how this treasure hunt is fair. Like, hmm. It's not. And is it made of gold? Does the necklace have any gold on it? It does not say the details of the necklace. It, it's real gold. It's like those coins you get at Christmas time. You know, the gold <laughs> wrapper and chocolate. Chocolate inside, right? Yep. <laughs> just jelly bellies inside. <laughs> And it tastes I, like I mean, tastes like a dirty take penny. I'm going to detector and start wandering around, you know. I'll find something sometime. Who knows what? <laughs> a microbot. <laughs> I don't know of any pig farmers, okay? <laughs> sure you do. Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> He's got two sows running around right now. <laughs> Yeah, oh my so, god! You know, it seems like that 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 contest is there, but it might be a little more involved and a little more tricky than people had thought originally. Um, you guys will have to investigate that yourselves. Uh, but yeah, apparently you do have to have a Facebook account, so they want to get some live stream or something, I guess, get some promotion. That's right. Give up your freedom yeah. and your rights, to, and your uh, give up your freedom of speech and your rights to win a fi- uh, chance to spend fifty dollars on costume jewelry. That you gotta go well, find. I want to own the factory. I want to blow bubbles and float up in the air or whatever. I mean, come on, go to school to yeah, be I a candy get maker. I want to get strong. That would be great if I was like an inch tall or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to be squeezed. I won't eat any blueberry gum or whatever the hell that was. Full just meal gum. Sure if you're only an inch tall. Be sure nobody confuses you for a microbot. You don't want to go to those places. (laughs) (laughs) It's dark as shit in here. (laughs) 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 On that note, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Go ahead and let everybody know where they can find you. We'll start with the lady. Colin? Burn. I'm on uh, Gmail. I'm on Facebook. Hit me up. I'm, I'm on YouTube. Um, give me a holler. You got something positive to talk about? You want to uh, throw some information at me for our podcast? Let me know. And uh, thanks to the Women's uh, Nurses Guild for their sponsor. All right. And yes, we are sponsored by the Nurses Guild, which I'm sure Don will need very, very soon. Don? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> The Nurses I'm Guild. Nurse. <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, you can find me on the Life Radio Show, which is thelife1069.com. I'm also the Life 1069 on Facebook and Don Smith Comedy on Twitter. Mm. So just be sure to check out the show. Just had one drop uh, today with uh, Billy Van Zant, uh, playwright, actor, and uh, producer of a lot of uh, a lot of wonderful, wonderful TV shows out there. So be sure to check that out. 
And of course, last but certainly not least, the lovely and talented and beautiful Serenity. Yes, I am kissing her ass after the way I introduced her into the show today. Because <laughs> I know I'm getting an ass chewing later. <laughs> yeah, I'll be muting my phone on, on your end. Um, I don't have anything to say there, Chris. Um, stalk these guys, you'll find me somewhere. <laughs> And of course, guys, if you enjoyed this episode in the capacity, hit that thumbs up button, like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out all the other great podcasts, Realm of the Mist Entertainment. And if you prefer your podcasts in audio-only format, check out Realm of the Mist Entertainment on Anchor.fm, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. And as Colin stated before, we are proudly sponsored by the Nurses Guild. Make sure you check out their information in the description down below if you or a loved one are in need of at-home nursing care. They are the ones you want to go see. So make sure you hit that link down below for their website or call one of the two phone numbers down below. Till then, guys, I appreciate you hanging out with us. I hope you keep safe in these trying times. 2020 is almost over. But until then, we will catch you next week for some more Breaking the Fourth Wall. Have a good night.